there's joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. You know that I'll be, I'll be at home with Jesus where tears will never be shed. Though so often this road gets rough and rocky, still I know one lies ahead. Though so often this road gets rough and rocky, still I know one Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for taking time to join us today as we're studying God's Word together and we're looking in the Scripture this morning in the Gospel of Mark, chapter number 14. We're going to read verse 27 and 28 in your hearing today and hope and pray that we can be a, both a help and a benefit to you. Last time we were together, we did look at verse number 27, and for the sake of clarity and giving the right context of the Scripture, I want to reread verse number 27, if I may, this morning in your hearing, and I, I just want to encourage you, if you have a copy of God's Word nearby, uh, I, I would encourage you to open up your copy of God's Word along with me, and let's read from the precious pages of God's Word in Mark chapter 14, and we're going to look in verse 27. And as we're looking in verse 27, I remind you, I see, first of all, the pronounced flight. Verse number 27, the first part of the verse says, And Jesus saith unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. So as I think about that, Jesus is telling them that they're all going to stumble. And they're going to be startled, not only stumble, but startled as well. I believe the disciples were shocked. When Jesus was betrayed and arrested and led away, and I believe they fled and they ran because of fear in their hearts. Let's not be too hard on them, but I see Jesus is prophesying here about the pronounced flight. He speaks of that, and it happened just the way that the Lord declared that it would. Not only do we see this pronounced flight in verse number 27, the first part, but I want to draw your attention quickly again to verse 27 and the second part of the verse. We see not only the pronounced flight, but the prophecy fulfilled. In verse number 27, Jesus said, And he saith unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written. You see, Jesus is referring to the Messianic promise of the Old Testament in the book of Zechariah, chapter number 13 and verse number, number 7, as we read the last time we were together. For it is written, 
I will smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. And we know that Jesus fulfilled all the messianic promises pertaining to himself while he was living here on the earth. That is a an impossibility, just to be honest with you, that any man could fulfill just a small portion of prophecies that are given hundreds of years before uh, your birth. But to think about over 300 prophecies in Jesus fulfilled each and every one. And here we find him fulfilling uh, this prophecy, this messianic prophecy of the old scripture. And it came to pass, Zechariah 13, 7, came to pass the night there in the garden of Gethsemane. And then we come to verse number 28. Not only do we see the pronounced flight and the prophecy fulfilled, but thirdly, we see the proclaimed future. If you'll notice in verse number 28, and I want to just break this proclaimed future down into two different parts of verse number 28. If you'll notice in your Bible, in verse number 28, Jesus says these words, but after that, but after that I am risen, I want to stop right there and say to you, he's speaking here of going to the cross of Calvary. First of all, he is speaking of his painful death. Think about the suffering that our Savior endured upon the cross of Calvary. And here it is that he is teaching his disciples. He's saying to them, but after that I am risen. Before he can rise from the dead, he must die. And so he's speaking, first of all, of his painful death. And then not only the suffering and the death of the cross, but Jesus is also speaking not only of his painful death. And by the way, it was a painful suffering that Jesus did for six grueling hours as he paid your sin debt and my sin debt upon the cross of Calvary. But not only does it speak of his painful death, but it speaks also of his powerful resurrection. On the third morning, Jesus arose from the grave by his own power, the power of Almighty God. Jesus is God. Not only did he have the power to lay down his life, but he also had the power to take it back up again. What a Savior we serve. And this says in verse number 28 of Mark 14, but after that I am risen, it speaks of his painful death and it speaks of his powerful resurrection. But there's one more thing that I must mention. I believe that it speaks of his personal appearance. I'm glad, thank God, that Jesus appeared to the women there at the empty. He appeared to Mary Magdalene. He appeared to his disciples later that evening on the Resurrection Sunday. And a week later, he appeared to the disciples again there in the upper room in Jerusalem. But let me say this, in verse number 28, the latter part of the verse Let's read the whole verse again. But after that I'm risen, I will go before you into Galilee. I like that. I think about that a lot as I'm thinking about our Lord and his ministry, his earthly ministry, the majority of the great miracles and the messages that the Lord gave while he was here in the world was given in the region of Galilee. 
And you and I should well note that in our minds and in our Bibles as we read it, we must have the understanding that there was something special about the place of Galilee. I marvel that Jesus didn't say, I'm going to meet you at the temple. He didn't say, I'm going to meet you at the court of the Gentiles. He didn't say, I'm going to meet you on the steps of the temple. He didn't say any of that. He said, you just tell him, I'm going to go before you into Galilee. And that's what he said to his disciples. I will go before you into Galilee. Can I say there's a several reasons very likely that Jesus went into Galilee after he arose from the grave. First of all, I believe that we could say that Galilee was a place apart from the religionists, those who rejected the Lord Jesus, those that wagged their heads as he was dying there on the cross, those that mocked him, those that cursed him, those that hated him, he didn't hang around there with them, but he met his disciples in Galilee. It speaks of Galilee as a place apart from the religionists and from the rejectors, if you will. Not only is it a place apart from the religionists or the rejectors, but Galilee was a familiar place to the disciples. In fact, most of them called the region of Galilee home. Behind me or beside me here in, in our picture, in the video this morning, you see a picture that I took on the sea, at the sea, at the shore of the Sea of Galilee. This is the place, and there is a church built right there beside the Sea of Galilee. And this is the place where they claim and believe that Jesus built the fire of coals after he arose from the grave when Peter and the disciples, those seven men, were fishing. They fished and toiled and labored all night and caught nothing. And right here is the place that is believed where Jesus had the fire of coals and the fish and the bread upon it. It is the place that is believed where Jesus had his conversation. Simon, lovest thou me? And the three times that Jesus told him to feed my lambs, feed my sheep. This is the place on the Sea of Galilee where a resurrected Savior met a discouraged and disheartened disciple and encouraged him to continue on in the ministry. So Galilee was a place very familiar to the disciples. It was home to the fishermen, James and John and, and Peter and Andrew. And it was home to many of the other disciples as well. But not only was Galilee a place apart from the religionists or the rejectors, and it was a place familiar to the disciples, and it was home to them, but Galilee was a place of successful ministry. Think with me, all the miracles that Jesus performed in the area of the Sea of Galilee. I wish that I could take you all to the Sea of Galilee, that I could explain how beautiful and how tropical that place is called the Sea of Galilee. It is one of the most beautiful places that I've ever been to in my life, and I'm I'm excited to share about the Sea of Galilee with you this morning. Galilee was a place 
of successful ministry. Galilee was the uh, place where the Mount of Beatitudes was. It was the place where Jesus fed the five thousand with the with the with the loaves and the fishes, and and there were baskets left over. Isn't it amazing as we think about that? Galilee is the area where Jesus ministered the majority of his ministry, and it was great success. It was in Galilee that many of the miracles, in fact, his first miracle took place in Canaan of Galilee, where he turned the water into wine. I'm about to get excited this morning thinking about it was Galilee where Jesus said, I will go before you into Galilee. And for 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was with the disciples 40 days before he ascended back to heaven. I believe very likely it was probably in Galilee, according to Paul, that Jesus was seen over five with over of over 500 at one time. I don't know that for certain, but I just imagine that it was in that place called Galilee. So there's a lot to consider in verse number 28 of Mark 14. And Lord willing, we're going to stop right there today because our time has come and gone today. But I hope and pray that you've been blessed and benefited by the study of God's word in the gospel of Mark. Lord willing, we'll be back again uh, tomorrow for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Now, we're going to hear the Lovitz sing for just a minute again. And God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. You know that